0: Welcome to the Liminal Lounge podcast. I'm Nikki, a queer neurodivergent shadow worker, subconscious coach, business and content mentor, hypnotherapist, and astrologer in Boston here we live in the both and space and we dive into the darkness to achieve massive transformations while keeping it light and never taking ourselves too seriously we operate through a trauma-informed lens and work towards radical self-acceptance and responsibility we're here to learn self-trust so come on dive into the void with us Hey everyone. Welcome to the Little Bit of Lounge podcast. Here we are again. I was just going to say we have video for this episode, which is great, very exciting. You know how I struggle with that sometimes, but I don't know why my camera makes these LED strip lights behind me look like the camera has an astigmatism. And I think it really is a matter um of camera pl- of um uh, yeah of just desk plate placement is if if that's not going to be something I can get rid of, then I'm gonna need to move my desk. We're not doing that right now though, but if I have my computer all the way to the left, we're that's right. that's gonna be Phoebe, Phoebe Bridgers' boobs. So as much as I would love because I have a shirtless poster of her, of course as much as i would love for everyone to see that as much as i would love for that to be you know on display um if i want to stay monetized on youtube which again video youtube thank you um we're going to have yeah we're going to have to go ahead and hide that i'm lighting two candles right now i am lighting um the candle of i'm lighting two candles that my friend hannah has made for me and i will link her shop below these are spooky (laughs) halloween candles um and they have like little so there's like parts of the candle are white let's see if i can show you parts of the candle oh you can't see that are lighter but another but there's some um, like darker, like it's like a light pink is the candle, and then dark blue is the rest of the candle. Is this other part of the candle? Um, it's like little f- molds of skull. Like so, like skull, little wax skulls made from molds. And why was that so hard to say? I hung out with her tonight. It is ten forty five p.m. on a Saturday. In some context that's kind of (laughs) late it's like bedtime and here I am for context is that um a month ago actually well almost it's October 21st now on September 30th I hung out with Hannah and um this is my friend by the way she's great she's awesome she managed she directs a daycare center that's freaking cool um we got dinner we got dinner yeah and we were trying to go to this witchy speakeasy called hecate in boston and it's like it's it's goth like look at these little look at this little cocktail candle that i got from there it's it's fucking sick um but it's really hard to get in because of how cool it is it's you know everybody wants to go to Hecate and be witchy and gay and goth all of a sudden. Stop st- stop stealing my shit right? But um, we didn't end up getting in last time. We got in this time, and you know she always leaves a little earlier than I'm just um used to uh, other like my hangs going with other people, which is great. Love that for her. We, we always have plenty of time together, but, um, but then I have zoomies. So I tried to record an episode last time and I was just listening to it over and I just could feel that I wasn't in a good mood that day. And it just felt like a very heavy, dark energy. I don't even like co-sign everything that I said. So, and it's okay. Everybody has those days. Here we are now. Um, I'm in a very, I'm in a great mood. And I honestly think I look very hot for some reason. Like it's just having my nails. I was in um a wedding last weekend and having my nails done something about it. It's something about this like V-neck thick tank top, having my nails done. They're really, really, really doing something for me. This gold chain, very simple makeup. My, my hair is very curly because of, um, the rain. And also I put product in it. As you can tell, I'm leaning more into like a curtain bang and I love, 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 love. I should get my hair done soon. Um, but I think I look hot. So anyways, I'm going to re record another episode. And I don't even, I honestly don't think that I am at a point at a, in my journey with what I was trying to talk about last time that I would pro- like actually make an episode on it. And that was finding motivation again for, within after only being externally motivated. Um, and I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I want to live a little bit more with that subject and I will keep you all updated when along my journey. Um, I have, I have made strides. I have made strides in that subject, just in like my day-to-day life, feeling better, just For like two years, um, felt really hard, really, my day to day felt like I had so much to do and not enough time, but also like I was like co-opting so much of my time. And I just feel like my mental health has made strides. I'm really feeling A lot. I feel I feel good. I feel good lately. Um, but I don't have words for how I'm what I'm even really doing right now. In retrospect, I'll be like, ah, that's what helped. And I will make the episode when I feel like I am at a place where I want to talk about it. What we are gonna talk about today is service system. I was looking at my list of podcast ideas. You know what? Let me pull up. So the reason why I saw this on my podcast idea list and I was like, oh, duh, period. And the reason why it jumped out at me was because if we all know the bravery of being yourself, it's the... By the way, I really hope you guys enjoy kind of the raspy voice that I have going on here. I hope it's sexy. I hope the vocal fry is everything that you could ever need. And I hope it ends up in maybe an audio porn. Just take my voice. Don't do that. I have the course, The Bravery of Being Yourself with Andrea, my friend, my bestie, my ex-coach, my co-coach. She's an icon. She's a legend. This week, I taught on the nervous system. Um, which yeah, is one of our modules and cause we have six modules biweekly, weekly and we each teach three. And so I teach on the nervous system and the nervous system is the, you know, when you say like, oh, I'm so nervous or my nerves, um, you know, these are little, wire, um, wires, inner wiring of your brain and, and body that, you know, send messages to other parts of your body and run so many things that are, um, vital. So we have digestion, memory, um, Movement, breathing, processing things physically and emotionally. And it just basically runs your body in the background. And it's really freaking important. Like the reason why coaches and healers talk about the nervous system so often is because of how important it is. It is very important. So I taught a module on nervous system health and tips for A, like um, the fight or flight response is associated with the nervous system. If you spend an amount of time Am I going to get into the polyvagal theory? I think we're going to talk about the polyvagal theory right now. If you spend a long amount of time in either a dorsal or a um, sympathetic state, which are, you know, there's three states of the nervous system. There's ventral, there's sympathetic, and there's dorsal. If you spend your time in the bottom two, the sympathetic or the dorsal damage is done to your nervous system. Think of it like wear and tear on, you know, think of it like it's more intense than calluses. Think of it as... I guess you could even talk like a third degree burn or something like physically on your body. You can physically see (laughs) or really any scratches or bruises or anything. You did something physical to your body and now it's bruised. It's bleeding. What it's burnt, whatever it is. And the, in this case, The damage physically is damage to your nervous system, which causes it to not act, which causes it to not um, run as smoothly, which means it's affecting vital life functions. And the thing that you are doing, the damage that you are doing, the thing that you are doing that is causing the damage to your nervous system is living in a state where the, your nervous system has to kick into overdrive and um, really overexert itself, which it's fine to do just like a generator, right? It's fine to run with a generator for a certain amount of time like an electrical generator not a human design generator but it's not meant to run long term your nervous system is not meant to run in sympathetic and when I say sympathetic that means fight flight freeze, fawn. it's supposed to be a decision-making state when you live in fight or flight you are living in something that is supposed to be a temporary state it is firing off all of its receptors and there's not an amount that is in the body that can support being in that for long, long amounts of time. So it gets damaged. And then when you're in a dorsal vagal state, dorsal, and these are states that you are in when you are scared, nervous, threatened, when a threat is perceived, whether it's like you're actually starving and you don't n- have a way to make a good meal or you have so much or like your boss who is not nice to you comes up to you and s- asks you a question or when you're de- feeling the need to defend something or when you are in an unsafe environment, um, when you are feel, you know, when there's societal pressure that's causing you to act one way that you don't want to, a lot of us live in that for years, but living in a fight or flight state for years causes damage to your nervous system. So when you're in the sympathetic, you're more likely, you're likely to act in like a reactive or defensive way or to act fast or to be jumpy or nervous or to, you know, say things that you don't mean to say as a form of re, uh, protection. That's kind of that reactive state. The dorsal state is when you are, you just, you have just kind of given up. You can't cope. So you just shut down. You don't do anything, you don't say anything. You know, people not saying anything when you're in an argument. That's the dorsal vagal state. When you're so stressed or anxious that you lie down and you want to get up and do something, but you can't bring yourself to. That's the dorsal state. Again, the longer you stay in these states, the more damage is caused on your nervous system. So when we talk about the nervous system we want to heal the damage that has been done and we want to um you can observe where you are on this ladder the three states are described as and um think of ventral at the top ventral means you're mindful you're aware you're you're not necessarily happy you don't have to be happy to be in your ventral vagal state um but you don't feel threatened and you're not acting in response to a threat so you know we can either we want to heal the damage and we want to try to live in the ventral vagal state as much as possible or close to it so you can start to observe try to observe where you are on the ladder in response to certain things how do you feel around your boss how do you feel when you first wake up in the morning and start to notice the behaviors that you have that could be in relation to being in fight or flight. So if your mom comes up to you and asks you a question and you immediately act defensive and you're like, why was I just so mean to her? I didn't mean to, I don't want to talk to her that way. Then you are going into sympathetic when you see your mom for whatever reason. And start, you know, observing that and observing what helps it. I'm going to give some, some suggestions of ways that we can, that, that tactics that you can use to regulate your nervous system is the wording that's used. Regulated is when you're ventral vagal. dysregulated is when you're not. What helps you become more regulated? The more that you can train that muscle, of um, regulating your nervous system when you start to notice being triggered so that you can go back up to ventral or you can just at least not go further down the ladder or much further down the ladder and stay in sympathetic for a shorter amount of time. If you want a visual me just cracking my water bottle into the microphone. If you want a visual, maybe I should make one for um my content. If you want a visual representation of this ladder that I'm talking about? Google the polyvagal theory, P-O-L-Y, V-A-G-A-L, after you listen to this episode though. You need to listen to this episode first. Then do your own research. <laughs> Just keep keep watching this. Give me this, okay. Keep give me the view. <laughs> um, but if you want a visual representation, you can look up the polyvagal theory right now and um you will see kind of a picture of this ladder. So we try to stay out of sympathetic as much as possible and kind of in ventral as much as possible because you're not going to do as much damage on your nervous system if you um, are in a ventral as much as possible, you know? So... We try to s- learn how our nervous system operates, t- how to get us up into a higher state. And you can do restorative things to the nervous system. Yeah. I used to kind of feel like nervous system damage was irreversible. I think that and that is not true. That was just a like belief, almost almost a limiting belief I had, like, why even bother? I'm never gonna heal it anyways. Because um burnout is gonna be a whole other episode, babe. Oh bitch. Oh. I can talk about burnout. Oh, yeah, I can. Um, but I, cause was so burnt out for so long and I'm, I'm even in the last like six months starting to feel better from that. Um, And didn't feel less burnout, but I used to think it was irreversible. And then I also used to think that you had, it was one of those things where you had to do. And I, and I don't like to think about this. I don't like to think about therapy and healing in the way of like X amount of hours of this means that you're going to get this result. Um, But I used to think that you had to do many more hours of healing in restorative practices to even heal your nervous system one bit that it was very disproportionate, but it's not because when you, you know, when you do it for the right reasons, when you are genuinely doing it, when you're, when you are like, rest just laying down and doing nothing it can be restorative but it's not it's not always that you need to not do anything to feel better from you know being burnt out and from doing too many things it's not a direct correlation um yeah I used to think that healing from burnout was one of yeah those things where you know x amount of um yeah where x amount of rest means like okay the more that i just actually rest but rest is restorative another restorative practice is i mean i was talking about this with a friend today doing something to set yourself up for the future meal prepping can be restorative because you are saving yourself time and energy in the future so you're kind of setting yourself up to not go into fight or flight or dorsal dorsal a lot of us get into dorsal when say you haven't eaten dinner yet and it's so late and you don't want to eat and you don't want to cook, but you don't want to order food. So you're stuck and you don't know what to do. Right? It saves a situation like that. It can be doing like honestly, podcasting is restorative to me. Writing poem, poetry and songs is restorative to me, playing guitar is restorative to me reading is restorative to me journaling and doing like a witchy practice is restorative to me listening to a hypnosis is restorative to me these are not things that i would categorize as mindless these are not things that are just resting and doing nothing but they energize me i would i would categorize them as mind Massaging. (laughs) Um, So, those are restorative practices. I am doing a lot more of those every day. The podcast has been so restorative to me, and that's built into my schedule because I have to put out bi weekly episodes. You don't have to set a podcast frequency, but I I want to gain a following for my podcast on top of my business and like my content. So I wanted to have that. And I wanted to make sure that it was a fixture in my life, something, I, something to give my business structure, its structure. Structure can be restorative. Something that burnt me out um, for so long was not having any structure. And I'm still feeling the effects of it and I'm still putting structure on many parts of my life. I, th- I firmly believe that more stuff piles up and work gets out of hand when there's a lack of structure because you're not being efficient this is my virgo mercury efficiency leads to less decision making less decision fatigue less decision paralysis and you can focus your brain power on what is important for you to focus on and get done this is also speaking from a libra mars where i want to be ambitious and you know achieve my goals but I also want to make sure I have plenty of rest. I had um, a reading somewhat recently uh, with my teacher of astrology, actually. And she said to me that being a Libra Mars partly means that I'm like designed to chill. And um, now getting nervous that I have too much on my plate sends me into a sympathetic and it affects how I interact with people and what I choose to do next. And it sends me very quickly into dorsal. Uh, there's a little bit more before I jump into actual ways to get you from going into sympathetic um, and like, yeah, nervous system healing technique or like regulation techniques is healing and regulation is different. And we're, we're talking about healing. So, right. So, right. When I, I I get nervous, what sends me into a dorsal and then I, you know, don't do anything, but I have so much to do and and just, it's a cycle is getting nervous that I'm going to have too much on my plate because that caused a lot of burnout for me. And I'm afraid of that. So anyways, it's important. So like having more structure, so I have to make less decisions is very um regulating and healing for me um and just working smarter not harder in everything um so those are like active things that can be healing to the nervous system Also, like, boundary setting, delegating, so, like, social things. Even just, like, holding on to shit is very dysregulating. So being more honest, having conversations that you need to. How about having uplifting conversations or having deep conversations with friends and engaging in, like, giving your friend a compliment and then them giving them one back to you, you know, um, and just like telling the people that you love that you love them, emotional and social health is very important for the nervous system and mental health as well being having low have being in a hard mental health state for an ex- extended periods of time is dysregulating on the nervous system. So now as for regulation speaking of the lower you are on the ladder, so if you're in dorsal, it's going to be hard for you because there is a variety of regulation tools and some of them requires more brain and emotional and physical energy than others. It's going to be hard for you to do one of the more laborious ones, but they're also, they're not like, they're simple, but, you know, a more laborious one. um, That's going to be harder to do when you're in dorsal. You can do a smaller one. And move up the ladder. So a small one is like singing, humming, like that, right? Um, do y'all do you all ever like say something that like is not say something that's maybe gonna be hard to say to someone? Or say something that's objectively like depressing, um, or just you have. Are you ever talking about like let's say something about this silly fucked up world that we live in, <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's crazy, or it's not good. Like put on a funny accent. I, I say funny accent, just British accent. So sorry, British people. Um, y- Do you you ever do that? Do you know this concept? Do you hear people doing that? That's a nervous system regulation tool because that is objectively something that's hard to talk about. But putting on a funny little voice makes it sound, makes it easier to say. And if that's what you got to do, babe, that's the least of our problems. I actually encourage it. And I don't think anything is wrong with that. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, and nothing is wrong with that. Okay, so just take one. Just do something small. Breathing is something you would expect me to say, but I I don't really think so because breathing can be affected by having a... dysregulated nervous system It can feel harder to breathe and then trying to breathe can dysregulate your nervous system even more because then you're panicking because you don't want to get you don't want to get involved in that you don't want mm, 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 mm. we don't want to be doing that if you feel like you can breathe sure um sometimes just like taking the next step like and like this is a dopamine thing too where if you're laying down and you're stuck in dorsal and ultimately you want to get up and make yourself dinner, then don't say that when you're laying down, your next focus and next goal is making dinner for yourself. It's just getting up, just getting up from laying down. Oh my God, great, you did that. You get a little dopamine celebrate yourself. Okay, next step is to walk into the kitchen. Are you with me on this? Are you following? And I'm trying to think of, okay, so what's kind of like a more like a medium one is... Well, this is also another one, like kind of just like even self-massage, just like touching yourself, pounding on your chest is what I was doing originally. It's fun. (laughs) Like just maybe like start rubbing like a part of you that is tense or something. Okay. Let's, excuse me. Did you hear my burp? I'm so sorry. It happens guys. Um, drinking water is kind of like a medium one. Um, I, then I feel like something more laborious, more involved physically, like not taking a full-on shower, but like washing your face, putting on lotion, changing your clothes. Um, then we can go up to, so now this is like getting a little, you know, more in depth, right? Then I would count like doing something um, like something your therapist would tell you to do or like, you know, journaling or like EFT, a hypnosis track, breath work, some sort of, I think breathing exercises can can come into play here. Um, Going for like, then we we can now, like now you can actually function and do things, co-regulating with people, like going to a cafe and sitting down hitting up a friend and you don't have to like, I actually don't recommend this. Be like, this is low key. Can you, do you want to just like watch a movie? We don't have to say anything. Or is it okay if I don't, if I'm not that talkative, you know? Well, don't ask, just like let them know, like that's your vibe. Um, Or co-working or body doubling in some way or maybe yeah like calling a friend calling a friend even and being like tell me of a, a happy story you know i would be careful with like i just said that if like consuming consuming media is too passive it's not it's going to keep you s- it's hypnotic right watching a movie is hypnotic um in it and i can get into why it is at another time Um, but you know, just know that, you know, hypnosis, all it needs you to be is very, is relaxed. And even if you again are anxious and your mind is going and you're not really relaxing, or if you know, you're, you're still physically relaxing, you're not doing anything and you are focused on something. So you need focus, relaxation, and like, repetition and tropes there's like the same tropes in every single tv show ever um there's they go to the same sets it's the same characters if you there's one central theme to a tv show if you are watching a series then you are watching TV again and again you're gonna anyway you're gonna be hypnotized you're not really gonna relax because you're gonna be maybe it's maybe you know you could be exposed to anything. Consuming media is not it's not on this list. Don't scroll, don't literally touch grass and then also touch your body, get in tune with your body. So honestly, I think that's it for the nervous system, guys. Thank you so much. For listening to this. I feel like this one is a little bit shorter. Um, I well, I just explained all of the nervous system. I I I've sprinkle, I don't think I'm gonna be separating the the part of the podcast that's like, and then I talk about my experience, but because I've sprinkled that in here and there, I'm in a really good place with this now. And I also wanted to mention that. The reason that I talk about burnout and nervous system regulation is, um, because you know me, like I, I'm actually leaning into this title more. Like I am, I help people reinvent themselves. This can be in the context of business. I loved doing that in business. Like I always wanted a client that was completely changing what they were doing in business and rebranding and stepping into something more authentic, but I realize now that you know I have I'll do a lot of life coaching work. Is that I can also just help people step into new identities and reinvent themselves, which healing your healing journey is a reinvention journey, you know. Um, but you're gonna need these skills. And tools of nervous system regulation and healing in your journey of reinvention. And burnout is a something that led you to feeling like you need to reinvent. Like burnout is when you admit that you're burnt out, you are likely at a place where you are like, I um I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I can't go on. I'm I'm so tired of this. And burnout may happen during your healing journey just because of how hard it is, and you get burned out when you are in a fight or flight state. So they really go hand in hand. They really relate to this, ever all the work that I do. So that's why I wanted to make episodes about them. And I have a big burnout journey and just burnout episode coming soon. That's another one where I'm like, I have to live a little bit more with that before I make that episode, you know? So thank you so much for listening. Um, I feel really great about where I'm at in business. Um, I may be out by the time I put this out, but I'll if so, I'll put a little... I'll either put a little note in this or it'll be on my social media that I'm coming out with, like, a new hypnosis package. Um, and I'm membership is coming very, very, very soon. And I'm feeling feeling very lit up and re-engaged in my business right now. And I'm having so much fun talking to you all in the DMs. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. I love you all. Rate right it five stars on Apple and Spotify and follow me on Instagram and TikTok. And keep an, eye out for, keep an eye out for the membership. And for when BBY comes around again, because we are already getting a lot of interest. So we are two-thirds of the way through the current round. So keep your eyes peeled, okay? I love you. Thanks for diving into the void with me, Nikki Vergakis, your queer and neuro astrologer, hypnotherapist in business and life mentor and coach. I hope you found lots of meaning today in the liminal space with me. Did you have fun in the liminal lounge? DM and let me know or tag me on Instagram and TikTok at Nikki underscore Vergakis, You can find that link in the show notes and check the show notes to book a session with me or work with me in the many ways that you can and get connected to other Liminal Lounge attendees. Don't forget to leave a review. See you next time in the Liminal Lounge.